0: And now, Ravage Love. Once upon a time, there was light in my life. Now there's only love in the dark. It's nothing I can say. Total Eclipse of the Heart, it's episode 27, season four, first episode of Eroctober. Ha 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 ha. Hi, Julie. Hello, Renee. It is your favorite time of the year. It is. I'm so excited.
1: Renee is the goth mom of our duo. And so Renee looks forward to Halloween all year round, but especially Mm -hmm. here on the show where we read... Uh, Spooky books all month. So usually every week Renee and I choose a theme and we each choose a book from that theme. But for the month of October, we just do dealer's choice. So every week we choose some sort of book, short story, whatever related to the world of romance slash erotica and some spooky element. Um, It is. So it's a real crapshoot. Um, And we usually have (laughs) some differences in tone and approach. Um, But I do look forward to it every year because it is always so funny to think of, what did you pull out? Um, Personally, I love the Christmas season. Uh, That's my favorite. Um, And I mean, any opportunity to read Amish romance, (laughs) any opportunity (laughs) to read queer romance. But uh, I... Just took a stab in the dark, pun intended, for this week's book, and I'm so delighted with the outcome, Renee.
0: I love that. A little surprises like that. Right? Um, Especially
1: because... Do you remember a movie a few years ago starring Canada's own beautiful Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell and Emma Stone and Julianne Moore called Crazy Stupid Love? Do you remember that movie?
0: I do recall. Yes.
1: Okay. First of all, that movie slaps. And if you haven't seen it, have you seen it? No. Oh my God, Renee. It is such a hidden gem. It's so good. Like it's took me by surprise how good that movie is. And Ryan Gosling has never looked hotter. There's a scene where he does like the dirty dancing lift with Emma Stone. It's delightful. Um... But the reason why I bring it up is because, one, y'all need to see it if you haven't seen it. I think it's on Netflix in Canada. But two, because my love of that movie is why I picked this book called Crazy, Sexy, Ghoulish. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. And the tagline is, a zombie, a vampire, a witch... Nora Travers is none of these things. And there's like a spooky uh, couple on the front that have like skeleton makeup on, like corpse makeup kind of thing. And so I was like, okay, let's dip our toe into this to the beginning of a Rocktober. And oh my God, I'm so glad I did. So this book came out. Oh my God, it's so good. And it's part of a series of different ones where uh, it's like crazy, sexy, witchy and all kinds of different things. So... This particular one came out in 2015 um, and it was written by Gigi Andrew. And fun fact about Gigi Andrew is she is American. She is based in Texas uh, where she lives with her husband in Houston. And both her and her husband are on the spectrum, which I thought was cool. Um, And there are four in this particular Halloween series, but she also has a number of standalone books. Um, This book was about 110 pages long, so not super long. Super well written. Like I will say, you know, this is an ebook. You never know. Oftentimes, things that are self published and that sort of thing. Super well written. No weird typos, no weird nothing. So already I was like, okay, Gigi, you got me. But this book had a not a twist, but a plot angle that I have never seen before on the podcast. And so I was oh. absolutely delighted. So uh, Nora is working at a Halloween haunted house. So I'm getting some Kenmore Orchards. I'm getting some... Um, what's the other one in Ottawa? Saunders? Saunders Farm. So that's kind of the yeah. vibe. And they have this haunted house and she works as one of the people in the haunted house. So she has to be like, oh, I'm gonna eat your brains! Or whatever. Um, to try to scare people <laughs> going to the haunted house. Um, and... On this particular night, she is a zombie nurse. So she has like a stereotypical nurse's outfit, but she's zombie zombie-fight it up. Um, and she's doing her thing and she gets wind that someone famous is coming to the haunted house and she finds out that it's this guy named Brendan Forrester. Who is famous in the horror world for running like a very popular horror fan website? He has like a huge fan following. He rates horror movies. He has like live streams. He talks about it. He's super super famous. Turns out, she knows Brendan Forrester because he was the gothy geeky kid at her middle school. And she bullied the shit out of him and called him a creeper because he was really pale and he had dark hair and he was always like brooding and sulking in the corner. And so she started calling him creeper and she was popular. So then other people started calling him creeper to try to, you know, suck up to her. And so she's like, oh, my God, this fucking nerd that I went to school with eight years ago um, is coming through this haunted house. So hilarious. So she jumps out to do her like, I'm going to eat your brains. And then (laughs) was like, oh damn, Brendan Forrester had a fucking glow up. He is ripped. He is very confident in himself now. He is extremely good looking. And she like, it like takes her breath away basically. And so she's not able to actually be super scary. And then she's like, oh shit. Like, the, we really, really, really need to make the haunted house super spooky tonight because Brendan Forrester is rating all of the haunted houses in the area. And if we get a good rating, this is like really good publicity for us. And so she was told by her boss at the start of the night, like you guys got to pull out all the stops tonight. Um, and then you'll get a wicked bonus if we can make the top three. So she is like, okay, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to rock it. Thinking he was going to be the nerdy kid from middle school. He wasn't. Um, so then she is like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And she's like, I'm going to eat your brains and maybe your pecs. Mm, also loving those thighs and just starts, like, harassing this guy, basically. <laughs> and he's like, okay, this is not scary at all and just leaves. And she's like, oh, my God, I blew my chance. And her colleague is like, what are you doing, you idiot? And so she runs to the end of the haunted house to sort of catch him at the end. And she just goes full, like, sick psychopathic zombie scares the shit out of him. But he's like laughing. Cause he's like, yes, yes, this is the kind of scare that I wanted. And she basically chases him into the parking lot. And then she goes to look up afterwards. Like, okay, maybe he posted about it. Maybe he talked about his experience. And he tweeted that he was like, Oh, I was kind of nonplussed about it. And then at the end, this like zombie nurse just scared the shit out of me. And that was incredible. So she decides to create a fake Twitter account as the zombie nurse to tweet at him. And they start kind of flirting via DM. And then he agrees to come back. And she's like, oh, I'll give you a better scare the next time. And she's like excited because he's super hot and she's into it. But she's also conflicted because she's like, he doesn't know who I am. And I'm assuming if he sees that I'm Nora Travers, his middle school bully, he's not going to be into it. And she confides into her friend and her friend's like, just tell him, like, just tell him. And she's like, no, man, like I was real mean to this guy. And like, I, it was only seven years ago. Like he remembers. So she decides the second time to play a vampire and she pops out of the coffin. And then he recognizes that it's her, but it's still like in makeup. So he doesn't see that it's Nora, but he's like, Oh, you were the sexy nurse last time. And she's like, yes. And then they basically start like, flirting with each other in this haunted house and then she goes to kiss him and then someone else comes into the room um and so he decides to just move on he waits for her in the parking lot later she sees him and she's like oh fuck i've taken off all my makeup like i cannot go up to him right now i'm gonna ruin it so then begins this situation where she's flirting with him on social media then they exchange numbers and they just like text and talk and talk and talk but she's really kind of elusive about who she really is and her background but is honest about her you know what she wants and what she likes and da 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 da, but says oh yes my name is Elvira and I'm from Transylvania and he's like obviously that's not true and she's like yes it is and he's like okay this is some cheeky thing that you're doing um and then he decides okay I'm gonna come and do one more look at the haunted house and then I'm gonna make my final review So he comes to the haunted house again, and she's dressed up like a sexy vampire, or a sexy witch this time, and they full-on make out, and then he pulls back, and then her sort of mask falls off, and he realizes, oh my god, you're Nora Travers you were so mean to me. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, I know and I didn't know how to tell you. And then I felt like we were too far gone. But also like, this is really who I am. And I've changed. And he's just like, Oh, my God, you clearly haven't changed because you've been leading me on and And I really liked you. And she's like, I did too. And I thought, you know, time had passed. And he was like, No. Um. So he leaves, and she's devastated. And in a few days is this big, it's Halloween and this big Halloween party that he's throwing with his website to invite all these horror fans to come out and pay homage to this particular horror movie. Um, that's like a cult favorite and she decides fuck it. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to this party and I'm just going to go up to him and I'm just going to tell them, you know, this, I'm so sorry. And what can I do to get you to forgive me? Um, so she goes, but she doesn't have the proper costume because she came directly from work And so she decides to put her theater training into practice and does a very intense reenactment of a scene from this horror movie to gain his attention. And he's like, okay, you've gained my attention. They talk, he forgives her, they hook up on the couch, the end. (laughs) So what I loved about this book that is hard to put into words without reading it, and I really encourage folks to read it is the author like brilliantly plays with you as a reader where she sort of talks about like Nora will have this inner monologue where she's like, I'm a monster. I'm a witch. And you're thinking at first, like, is she actually like, is there a supernatural element to this? But no, it's that she was mean and she was a bully and so that's the kind of horror, like, that's the real monster is, like, people who are mean and cruel to people. And she talks about how, you know, her parents divorced, and it was really acrimonious. And so she felt powerless in the world. And so she took, she found power by belittling other people and making herself popular and being a mean girl. And I just thought it was a really interesting way, like, of, yeah, it's set in a haunted house. and like, whatever. But there were passages where you were you really thought like oh this is going to turn into like I'm a shifter and you're like no no the real villain is the bully we met along the way or whatever (laughs) (laughs) and I just thought that's a really clever angle that I haven't seen in any of our spooky books that we've read so um now because of that it wasn't very spicy um they hook up at the end but it's like very they basically just they kiss and then it cuts to them like waking up the next morning or a few hours later so wasn't spicy so I wouldn't put it on the spicy scale and for those of us for those who listen to the show who are always interested in like the filthiest books we have in our collection (laughs) this ain't it but um it was really well written and really I think I would categorize it as like horror YA. Like, I think if I was like a teen and I read this book, I would be really moved by it. Um, So yeah, so that's, that was crazy, sexy, ghoulish. I would absolutely read some of the other books in the series and they give you a preview of the next book, where it's her like Nora and Bryden are together um still but they're you know they come up to a rough patch and it's like will we last until you know one more halloween kind of a thing so it's a continuation um so yeah so I wouldn't put it on the old spice uh scale but in terms of the sexy uh ac- accessory that I would put I mean I obviously have to put vampire gloves um because there was a lot of vampire gloves Or even some fangs, because when she goes to kiss him in the haunted house, what she actually does is go to sink her teeth in his neck, and he's, like, into it. Um, So I maintain, and we've had this conversation multiple times, Renee, even recently (laughs) when we did a 10-hour marathon of all of the Twilight movies. I don't know why people want to fuck vampires so bad. I don't understand why people think vampires are so hot. When I think of vampires, I think of the key and peel sketch about why they're always so horny and wearing leather and breathing heavy and I don't get it. I don't get it. But (laughs) people are into it. So I would put uh, Vampire Teeth assigned to Crazy Sexy Ghoulish by Gigi Andrew. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I I did too. It it was really quite charming in like a sort of odd way. But a girl's gotta know, Renee. Renee what freaky shit did you this week?
0: <laughs> well i mean on the topic of vampires um oh no i i opened with total eclipse of the heart because it was written by uh jim steinman who i've talked about in the show before famous for working closely with none other than meatloaf um and Total Eclipse of the Heart is a vampire love song. It was for a Nosferatu musical that Jim Steinman wrote. Um, and the, just to bring it back, the reason that I did that was because my book was called "Fed Out of Hell. And it was part of the 13 Kinks of Halloween and Erotic Paranormal BDSM bundle <laughs> written by Latrexa Nova. And Latrexa Nova, it says, is a California native. Um, and she likes to share her lust for the strange and unusual. Uh, so she writes only monster books. And this was a compilation of a bunch of her books. It was hard to pick, but when I saw the title, I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, like... Brene knows what she likes. I know what I like. And I like bad Out of Hell. So, uh, so uh, Carla... Uh, is a young woman. She is kind of feeling lonely and and horny and it's it's Halloween time and she uh, went out to a Halloween party because she wanted to get laid. Uh, So she went out as a very slutty nurse um, looking the hottest she's ever looked but nobody picked up on it. She didn't go home with anybody and she's kind of bummed out about it. Um, But she is at home now and she... Uh, she's kind of getting ready for the night and she uh it's kind of like just feeling herself right she's like i looked so hot and kind of horny still so she starts to kind of like get undressed and stuff and she gets she's getting the sense that like somebody's watching her but um there's nobody there but she's just kind of like leaning into it because it's kind of like a fantastical uh scenario um now, the only thing that could possibly be watching her is Bartok the bat um, that lives outside her window. And Bartok and Carla had an interaction because he flew into her window one night and she was like, holy shit. So she she grabbed the bat, brought it to the vet. It was fine. But ever since, um, this bat's kind of like hung out by her window. So... She's kind of feeling herself. She's getting undressed for the night and she's like, ah, you know what? I could rub one out. Why not? And she's getting ready to do that. And then she hears another thunk and she's like, oh my God, what the fuck was that? Thinking the bat flew into the window again. Holy shit. So she runs to her window and there's a naked man on the ground outside. And she's like, what the fuck? She runs outside and she's like, holy shit. I did have somebody watching me. And she's like, you know what? Like, it was just like a fantasy in my mind. I don't actually want this to be real. I don't want some creep who is staring at me to be here. So she's kind of panicking. Um, but she runs outside to like see this guy and confront him and be like, the fuck are you doing? Like, what is going on? And as she does, the man turns into a bat. And she's like, What what? What the fuck? And so she runs outside and then he turns back into a man again. And he turns back into a bat and he turns back into a man. And so she's like, Holy shit. And She brought a baseball bat down with her. So she goes to like whack him um, and he falls on her and she's like, bro, what is happening? Like what the fuck is happening? And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, And he's like, I want to, I want to explain what's going on. Like, I want to explain to you what's happening. And she's like, no, like you're not like, you're not. No. And he's like, please let me just come in and explain everything. I don't want you to be freaking out um i'm also like really cold can i please just come in and get like a blanket or something and she's like okay um okay all right all right she just kind of like gives in there's something about him that she she trusts even though she knows how crazy it is so she goes to like she goes into her house and he um stops the doorway And she's like, well, aren't you coming in? And he's like, I need you to invite me in. She's like, what? And he's like, I need you to invite me in. So she's like, come on in. Please come in. And so then she's realizing, like, wait a minute. This guy can turn into a bat and he needed me to invite him in. This guy's a vampire. Oh. Yeah. And she's like, but he's so fucking hot. Like, I'm going to lean into this. Like, you know what? I don't care. This This is all right. Okay. So she's into him and she invites him in and they start like immediately making out like she's just into him. She knows he's got like a semi because he's wearing like a blanket, or, you know, that she gave him. Um and she's just like, yeah, you know what? I didn't I got I didn't get dressed up and go out for nothing. Like I want to get it on and this is a vampire, right? Like why not? Um and so they start to like kind of like make out and like rub on each other and stuff and then they kind of interrupt get interrupted and she's like she's like uh wait a minute like i was being very like like uh, submissive like that's not like me like are you doing something to me are you controlling me and he's like no he's like i don't mean to he's like i just it's like i i just my power is like connected to people's emotions and your emotions are like changing my emotions and uh you know so it's like i'm not trying to control you it's just that it's like my powers are making how you're feeling blow up and make me feel the same way and she's like okay um okay are you also like the bat that i helped like (laughs) what's going on he's like yeah no, it's me he's like i wanted to introduce myself you know but i was nervous he's like i just i flew into your window because i saw you dancing and i was like totally captivated by you and um you know i just i didn't know how to approach it and she's like okay um well listen i still i still want to fuck and he's like i do too uh, but i'm kind of old fashioned like you know my name is gabriel what's your name and he's, she's like i'm carla so they kind of have this like back and forth and whatever um and he reveals that like he's been kind of watching her for a while and she's like so you've a crush on me and he's like yes he's like it's just I'm, I'm a vampire i'm supposed to be like broody and stuff and she's like well you know what you're kind of a dork and he's like yeah i kind of am and uh they just kind of hit it off and um she's into it and they they fuck and uh she decides in the end that like she would like to be a vampire um and then she gets turned into a vampire and that was it um it sounds like a not not a lot happened, and a lot didn't. But the banter between the two of them was very, very funny and very sweet. And, um, one of the things that I thought was a really neat thing to do was that, as a way to bring consent into the picture and vampires, right, um, <laughs> like he it was like he couldn't come in the house without her consent, right? Her permission. And then he actually couldn't put his dick in her without her consent because he's like i can't come inside without your permission and then later she was like he's like i'm gonna come and then he couldn't and it was because he needed permission to come inside as well so (laughs) it was like a really interesting and clever way to work consent into the story um and i thought that was a lot of fun yeah and uh they had like it was just really funny banter like her books are very funny and um it was like they they wrapped like twilight they made little jokes there were little puns and um and it was spicy frankly but it wasn't mm-hmm. like i expected you know when i get a compilation julie when i get a compilation of horror books i expect that it's going to be just like obscene and inappropriate and upsetting mm-hmm. and this wasn't it was lovely i <laughs> love this yeah especially considering we did watch 10 hours of twilight the other day um i was actually tickled to see some twilight references in this um and it was just yeah it was just a sweet little read um i'm i'm excited to read the 12 other stories in this bundle didn't really have much of a bdsm theme in it um But it was very consensual and the characters were really well developed, even though it was like a really short read, like it wasn't long at all. Um, But I liked it a lot. Now, I will say that before I read this, I read a Chuck Tingle book. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> um from my lesbian bundle from last year but I liked this book better. So oh. Yeah, I thought it was funnier. Um I thought it was kind of sillier. I liked the bar talk that's from Anastasia so you know I fucking live for references. Mm-hmm. I liked that you know the language between them like she was obviously very like a modern woman she's like oh sexy time like are we done and you know but he was more traditional and it was just it was a fun little read so i'm excited to read the other ones which include thar she blows monster mash um and "Give Into the ghost so there's going to be some other fun little reads um, I love that for this month. Yeah, so ten out of ten for this book. It was it was nice. It was not the spiciest book I've ever read, but it was spicy and it wasn't problematic, so it gets a bonus point for that. Hell yeah! Um, it was funny. It was very funny. So uh, yeah. As for the accoutrement for this story, yeah. Um, I I don't. Hmm, I don't. You know what? Maybe some Gatorade because they. <laughs> she turned she asked you know he was like i could do this for a millennia and so he turns like with her consent turns her into a vampire so they can fuck for the next millennia and i, I feel like gatorade would be appropriate to kind of keep the electrolytes strong in their thousand year fucking so love that so thank you what are you gonna read for us then uh, i'm just gonna read like a chapter where they interact because it was very very funny i thought do it yeah so just- Give me a second here while I pull it up on my phone. You know, it would help if, like, I could just find what I needed when I needed it. I mean, but, it would yeah, be helpful, okay. yeah. Ugh, technology. Okay. <clears throat> here we go. Flames flushed through my cheeks. I didn't realize it, but I'd edged him away from my throbbing pussy and closed my thighs. He crawled up so he was hovering over me, his lips swollen and quirked with a lopsided grin that revealed those sharp canines. Done with the sexy time, he mocked, tilting his head to the side. I buried my face in my hands. Sometime in the last year, I had started dancing immediately after my showers to hit my move goal with my smartwatch. I was, on, um, I was too busy during the day and didn't feel safe going outside at night, and I really just detested yoga videos and exercise videos in general, so I decided to literally dance like no one was watching. Sort of. I mean, part of it was that I did take a little thrill in thinking someone could, I just never expected someone would be able to. I always watched the window for any sign of movement, made sure all my neighbors' windows were curtained. That's actually when I first noticed Bartok, wait, no, Gabriel. That was you, the bat who flew into the tree and got knocked out? He blushed and rolled to his side so he was no longer on top of me. You were, uh, quite captivating. I was just flying by that night. Are you, were you okay? I mean, I guess you must be okay. You look pretty fine. He flashed a toothy grin. Glad you think I'm fine. I rolled my eyes at him. I remember I took you to a vet. You seemed like hitting the tree really messed with you, but she said there was nothing wrong and then you flew off. His eyes shifted away. Super fast healing. I was fine before we got to the vet. But he was definitely blushing a darker shade now. Were you you faking being injured? Maybe a little. I just watched you dance like one of those inflatable tube guys at the car dealers. And then you were so concerned about me when you came down. I didn't want to spoil it for you. And I won't lie, I liked being coddled by you. So then you came back and continued to watch. What, were you hoping for more naked dancing? He looked back to me. It was definitely a plus but i also just this is embarrassing what is it i'm supposed to be all dark and mysterious brooding and all that i've seen the movies read the books they're impossible standards you know and then the glittering as if it wasn't hard enough to keep up with expectations before i don't want you to glitter no definitely not i don't think you need to brood either i'm okay with you being a little ill-tempered and kind of a dork i'm not a dork i lifted a brow I just think there's more to seducing than just going at it. Aw, you're such a softy for a vampire. He huffed and grabbed my hand, holding it to his crotch. My breath hitched as my hands closed around the soft, velvety skin of his erection. I'm still quite hardy, he grumbled. I couldn't help it. I laughed in his face. He dragged his hand across his face. You really just said that. In my defense, it's a little hard to think around you. I bit my lip. He was so hard to figure out, definitely seducing me and then drawing back. What do you mean when you said earlier that you were and weren't controlling me? He pushed himself up and got off the table. I raised myself up and followed him with my eyes as he reached for a blanket and threw it over himself. He clutched a pillow or he chucked a pillow at me and as he sat down on the couch. Stay over there. Um, okay. Can't think he sighed, then looked away. See Like I said, I'm a bit old-fashioned. After the whole vet thing and the naked dancing, I wanted to get to know you more, but I didn't know how to go about it. So you just sat outside my window for months. I was going to introduce myself soon, and then you... The air grew electric. Well, anyway, I'm conflicted. Part of me wants to really get to know you, and the other part... There are two wolves inside you? No, there are no two wolves inside me. I'm not a fucking werewolf. What are you talking about? God, never mind. Sorry, I was being dumb. So, okay, there's a part of you that wants to get to know me, and the part of you wants to fuck me against the wall, but what's that got to do with the control? I can read emotions, which was also part of why I fell out of the tree. I could feel how turned on you were, and it knocked me over how hot that was. But also, after that, well... I could feel what you were feeling and the selfish part of me wants you wants you now i can also compel people and so i compelled you to act on what you were already trying to hold back but i've never wanted to subjugate myself to someone before he groaned sorry my control snapped it went a bit further than just rallying you up with what you were already feeling i don't feel good about it which is also why you really should kick me out of here before i make you do something you don't want to do I thought about it for a moment before sliding off the table and walking around to the couch, my robe hanging completely open. Knowing how much he desired me filled me with power. I loved it. So you're saying you've had a crush on me for months but been too shy to ask me out, was so bowled over with arousal you fell out of a tree twice because of me, and that the worst thing you're going to do is, what, make me even hornier? He stared at me with those dark red eyes. His jaw twitched and he seemed like he'd snap at any second. I shrugged the robe off and fell on the floor in a whisper. His fingers were white. They were grip, gripping the blanket he'd drawn around himself. When his eyes locked with mine, I felt that rush of overwhelming lust he instilled in me before. That which was part of me, but also his compulsion. I grinned and lowered myself to him. Then she sucks his dick. <laughs> anyway, this is just nice little... I thought it was funny. Yeah. There are two wolves inside you. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: That was great. And the writing is really solid, like you said.
0: It is really solid. So I'm hoping um, to read Getting Ahead next time. Maybe that'll have to do with Giving Head. Who
1: knows? Who, Who knows? knows? Could be anything. Could be anything. That is the Julie. joy of October. Um, so What are you reading? I'm reading a very brief little passage Um, because okay. it well. is – it's just a page that is s- slightly spooky. And so I thought if we wanted a little <sighs> bit of a spooky tale – um, for our October episode, that I would uh, provide that. So, <clears throat> I'm gonna read Love you it. um a little spooky part from um my book this week. <clears throat> it, right. it is chapter three from Crazy Sexy Ghoulish. Ugh. In the dream, I carried a heavy silver tray covered with organs. Some were round and bright red; others flat ovals of dark bruised purple. Another mysterious one was long and grayish white. They were wet and glistening, squishing and sliding in a shallow pool of blood, threatening to spill from the tray. They were so heavy, I had to get rid of them, but I didn't know how. But then I realized, they were mine. My slick, dark liver. My pale coiling intestines, trembling as if they were alive. And then all of a sudden, Brennan was there in front of me, wearing his hoodie and staring at the tray of organs. He was disgusted. Try some, I said, trying to sound nice and sticking the tray under his nose. Buy some. But he just shoved it away and the whole tray came crashing down, all my guts sliding and gushing to the floor in an unpleasant heavy wet slap, blood splashing both our faces. I gasped and woke up in bed covered in sweat. Oh, That's it. Très spooky. And then, yeah, then she wakes up and realizes like, oh man, I got... I got some demons I gotta contend with when it comes to my crush on this man because it means having to make peace with the fact that I was very unkind to him and others. There's also another part in the book where she realizes that a barista at her local coffee shop was also a victim of her bullying and she goes up to that woman to apologize to her and the woman responds by making her a latte and then throwing it at her. (laughs) Which honestly... 10 out of 10, great way to get back at a bully. Like honestly, Um, if I was ever a barista and my bully came in, you best believe. Um, But um, yeah, yeah. The monster is really the bully in all of us. So deep, but it did also have some horror elements. So I thought I would provide that for us this week, but I'm really happy with both of your books. Your book sounded lovely
0: yeah it was um and i'm happy i read it Uh, do i try and bring the freak in era october i do i feel like this didn't meet the bar when it comes to the worst of the worst and i'm gonna have to do better i think i need i need something terrible um (laughs) i've read about haunted vaginas i've read about rapey clowns i've read about Slenderman. i've read about the mothman the mothman one it was pretty spicy, <laughs> um you know and i feel like i didn't reach my my expectations this week so while this book was delightful delightful um it wasn't awful <laughs> which <laughs> Which is, is what a
1: criteria for you?
0: <laughs> it is like maybe, maybe you know. How could this have been worse? Uh, he could have, uh, I don't know, pulled a fetus out of his pocket <laughs> and been like, "Let's drink this." Um, he could have, he could have, I don't know, turned into a bat and flown up into her uterus. I don't know. There was okay. There was a part during the sex scene where his dick was so big that it was like pushing on her stomach like from the inside and she loved it and still I was like I eh, do you know what that's not enough that's not enough
1: <laughs> I want darker yeah well, I mean we got a couple more weeks left in our October so you just gotta mm-hmm. keep raising the bar on your freaky freaky books I as we said at the top of the episode for the month of October we are reading Halloween spooky romance slash erotica but we're also gonna have a special guest one week this month so we're not gonna give you any more information than that but someone who is a multi-hyphenate wrote a horror romance and we're gonna be interviewing them and i for one am very excited
0: i am too i mean i don't i don't think that their book will meet the bar of just awful that no I try and bring to the show but if i'm excited that they've agreed to share with us uh their work and their creative process so that will be coming up and it'll be nice it'll be a nice a nice wholesome halloween <laughs> episode
1: <laughs> but don't you worry we will pepper in some filth in between all of that because if there's anything you could be guaranteed here at ravage love is we are gonna get freaky
0: really are like don't worry guys i <laughs> we got you <laughs> I, i'm, I'm going to bring it don't worry um but this was great thank you for doing this with me as usual same to
1: you it was nice chatting with you and i will chat with you next week
0: all right do you want to sing us out
1: sure do ravage love ravage love
0: bye, bye. Work for the show is created by Karen McKnight very special thanks to Josh Shenfield for production assistance you can find Josh on Instagram at fushigiyami. that's F-U-S H-I-G-I-Y-A-M-I on Instagram connect with us at Ravage Love on Instagram and Twitter or by email at ravagelove.podcast at gmail.com